You're listening to the Mental Notes Podcast. In this episode, founder Scott Dow explains two common mistakes that leaders make when setting standards. A standard is an invaluable leadership tool, but you have to use it properly. There are two common mistakes leaders make when using standards, and I'm going to illustrate them with two personal experiences. When my daughter was preparing uh, for her driving test, I got to teach her how to parallel park. So we went to an empty parking lot, and I brought along two big plastic trash cans. I found a curb, and I used one trash can to simulate the front car's back bumper, and I used the second trash can to simulate the back car's front bumper. So my daughter started to back into the space and immediately hit the curb. Then she pulled forward and bumped over the front trash can. Then she backed over the rear trash can before settling into her parking space. She looked at me with this big smile on her face and said, Dad, I think I'm ready. So the first common mistake, you can't coach someone without explaining the standards you're coaching to. Dad made the mistake of assuming that the standard was fully understood. I started coaching without explaining the standard. And I was in no position to give constructive feedback. I made an avoidable coaching mistake. So the second common mistake. When I was a young man, I coached a basketball team of high school freshmen. So I worked with the, or for the varsity coach, and my team was horrible at free throw shooting. We were making about 50% of our free throws, and the varsity coach challenged me to raise our performance to 70%. So I pulled the team together, communicated the standard, and we went to work every day in practice. Before long, we were making over 70% of our free throws in practice, but our performance in the games actually suffered. In fact, we dropped pretty well below 50%. So my varsity coach stopped by practice one day and watched me coaching on the free throw technique. And he saw what I saw. They could, my team could stand on the free throw line shooting free throw after free throw and they'd make seven, sometimes eight or 10 free throws out of 10. After about 10 minutes, he suggested I swing by the varsity practice later that night. Now, when the varsity practiced free throws, they didn't shoot 10 or 20 in a row like we were doing. Each player would furiously jump rope for 30 seconds before stepping to the free throw line, and then they shot only two free throws. That's it. Then they'd repeat the process 10 times. Jump rope, shoot two. Jump rope, shoot two. Now, I realized what I was missing. I was missing the context. In games, you only shoot two free throws. That's it. There's no chance to find a rhythm like we were doing in practice. And your heart is beating through your chest while you're shooting the free throws. I figured out real quick what I was doing wrong. The second common mistake leaders often do is they sugarcoat their standards. We talk about standards under the best case scenarios. It's easy to make free throws when you're shooting them over and over. It's hard when you can't find your rhythm. Sweat's dripping in your eyes and your heart is pounding at 150 beats per minute. So a few rules of thumb. First thing is this. Never set a standard without explaining why the standard is important. 
And the second thing is this, always explain when the standard is hardest to live up to. Let's use real life example. So you expect people to be flexible and open to change. A standard you might set sounds something like this. Always assume positive intent and be willing to adapt. Now, those are really easy things to say, but hard to do. When you explain the standard, you have to give it some context. It might sound something like this. Sometimes we're going to be asked to do things we don't agree with or don't want to do. See, I just gave my standard some context. Then empathize with the team. It might sound something like this. I know it's frustrating, and our changes aren't always explained very well. Then what you do is you explain why the standard is important. That might sound something like this. Resisting an inevitable change only prolongs our frustration. That's why it's important that we assume positive intent and try to quickly adapt. Standards are the basis of all feedback. My daughter didn't understand why I wasn't excited about her parking performance, why I wasn't as excited as she was. But that's my fault. It's not hers. Standards are also the basis of all employee development. My team had to understand that the standard we were shooting for was two free throws at a time with sweaty palms and a racing heartbeat. That's what we were working towards. So here's how you practice this. Focus on one area of feedback you want to give more of. Now think through how you want to promote that standard. Why is it important? When will it be hard to live up to? Then find someone that embodies that standard and use them as a role model. Visualize yourself having this discussion with individuals and with your entire team. Don't sugarcoat the standard and don't assume people understand the importance of the standard. I can tell you, this works with freshman boys and 16-year-old daughters, and it'll work with your team too.